Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before this episode kicks off, I need to apologize. Purely because I was that excited to have my first face-to-face waffle in the brand new 22 Production Studio. I stupidly forgot to turn the microphones on. So the audio is still okay, but it's not quite what it should be. Um, The episode is still an absolute cracker though, so I really hope you enjoy it. And let me know what you think. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to a very special episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Today is the first episode recorded face-to-face in the studio and what a battle of a guest that I've got for you. I've got Rob Holdsworth from Therapy with Rob. He's a hypnotherapist, performance hypnotherapist I should say, and a mindset coach and an all-round legend. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Legend. What an introduction. I know. I always have to hype it up. I feel like I have to go through people's LinkedIn's before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to get it all in there. I liked it, man. I liked it. Thank, Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure, to be fair. Thank you for coming all the way down here sure. to be here. Easy as, mate. But me and Chris are used to big drives. We did did Wales on on Saturday. We've been Portsmouth and back in the day, which is like yeah. 11 hours of driving. So what are you struggling in this heat? Aircon. Oh, that's yeah, true, yeah. This is exactly what I need in here. For anyone who's watching this, I apologise for, like, the, the beads of sweat that I can feel, like, gathering on the top of my brow. It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> very, very warm. <laughs> um, obviously, thank you for being here. Well, obviously, we'll dive into, like, the nitty-gritty in terms of, like, what who you are and, like, what you do. But before we get into that, I do something called the weekly waffle, which is something quite minor that, once I've spoken about it, it makes me feel better. I say it makes me feel better. It doesn't because it will still wind me up, guaranteed. In, in probably about 10 minutes' time, my mind will go back to it. Um, so obviously feel free to get involved. But what's winding me up this week so far, I mean, it's, it's Monday. But I opened my back door yesterday for like 10 minutes. And the amount of flies that gathered, I don't know where they come from or why they are there. There was no food out or anything. They just welcomed themselves in. And then trying to get them out is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's like, how? How and why are you here? Do you know how much of an English thing that is? I know. So my girlfriend's Australian, and every time there's one fly, and I'm like running around there, running around the flat, like with a tea towel trying to get it out. <laughs> we, we, we've just come back from Australia, and she's she's got mozzies on her. She's, there's all these mosquitoes in the room and stuff, and she's just walking around barefoot like there's nothing... And I'm like running around with a flip flop trying to swat them off. Oh. It's a proper English thing how 
how like scared we are of flying. Would you ever make the move to Australia? Hundred percent. Would you? Hundred percent. Not permanently. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be here, there, and everywhere. I never. Yeah. I never want to be settled. I love. I love change. I love yeah. difference. Um, I said that's a long drive. <laughs> it is a long drive. <laughs> too long. Too long. Too long. Um, but the flies, man. The flies. This is the. This is the time of year, isn't it? It's, I hate it. I mean, I don't understand their purpose. I don't really understand like anything. It's the same with wasps. Like they're the yeah, aggiest insect I've well, sorry, ever met. I'm not like I've yeah. talked to the insects <laughs> that much. Um, yeah. Is there anything that gets on your nerves? You like to get off your chest today? Um, probably like the, the what being in the gym. So it just reminds me of a few weeks ago now. Different racks on the gym. So you can have this rack. You can have this rack. You can have this rack and. The the weights are not limited to the rack, you know, yeah. they're not exclusive to the rack. I was on this one, there was this there was this girl on this other one. And I went over to just grab a weight and she and I, I already preempted it to her. <laughs> I already because I've seen her in the gym before, I've seen her she's had an altercation with with one of my other friends in there who she she wouldn't let him on a machine like to, to jump in and it yeah. was so I already had my like <laughs> she was kid. yes kid. yeah yeah hundred yeah, percent and and she literally she was like I, I preempted it they're my words that they were her words some, something along them yeah. them lines and I just it, my retort instantly was like there's these ones there's these ones there's these ones but you, you get this in the gym where people have <laughs> territorial yeah and it's almost like people in cars as well where it's like, <laughs> you know they're in a car and that's that's their territory that's their space and. I think we're, we're all sharing the same space. So. There's no, I think it's the etiquette, isn't it? Gym mm, etiquette. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be honest, I think what I, I agree with that because there's, you know, that time when gyms were first opening up around like the pandemic and like you had to wipe everything down, which you should be doing anyway. Um, but then it was like, if someone did that, like you, I don't know if you've done this, but like, you become a bit of a tutter. Mm. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scumbags. Mm. It, is, scumbags. it is etiquette though. It's just about, respecting that space respecting that other people are there and it's not just again exclusive to you it's was her name above the gym before you went <laughs> in might as well have been it might as well have been like with how she walks around it's crazy man. that's some level of confidence to be mm. fair. well fair play to her fair play. if she's got that confidence fair play but don't encroach not on today. me <laughs> not, not today not on a Monday morning no no chance so to be fair you're speaking of like confidence and you know the gym and so I kind of want to dive before we dive into kind of like what you do now I want to kind of take it back a little bit to the start of your journey so obviously I know you talk about like mindset confidence and kind of especially in kind of like a an athletic sector if you like mm-hmm. um how did that start for you how did you kind of did you you know like those questions when you were a kid and you're like oh what do you want to be when you like grow up was that kind of world something that always interests you or did like kind of something happen for you to want to explore it. it it was never never on the agenda however i have always been interested in behavior humans mm-hmm. and it, it the catalyst of it was um a breakup in a, in a previous relationship and i spent i moved back home at this point back in with my mum and dad and honestly my mum my sat with me in in the lounge and we spent hours and hours just talking through things and and it was that therapy that really made me realize like the power of talking is is insane because it helped me just get through that period even though the the relationship was right to end of course it's it's difficult i had to move city and things like that i had to to move my job rekindle with old friends again so it was a whole transition period so that was the catalyst there. Then I met my now girlfriend, the mother of my baby, uh, future wife, and she knows she's going to be the future wife. Yeah, of course. Oh, right. so, so, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is not exclusive. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She knows hundred percent. And yeah, basically, it was just one day she mentioned about how I, th- I think it was just a passing comment saying, "Why don't you get into counselling?" Yeah, and. And I've said this previously, how that just felt right. And I was like, okay, I'll sit with that. Let me see 
Mm. Let me see what happens. And then the next thing, like my mum's sending me courses, girlfriend's sending me courses, and I'm like, do you know what? Like, I, I'm not it's going to that point, you got it bullied into it. Let's say, let's say, yeah, yeah, but the, the, the best, the best, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I just jumped into a, a counselling, psychotherapy and hypnotherapy course. Mm. So my first year was, was hypnotherapy, the second and third year was counselling and psychotherapy. And it was hypnotherapy that I really took to. Yeah. And then I just I built and, and just ran with that. And yeah, but difficult at first as any businesses, yeah. I was still part-time in, in an office job, trying to sort of figure out how I can make it sustainable. And that was that was where everything started from. The rest is history. Mm, the rest is history, yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I love how people kind of go through this. It, it just makes me feel like I'm not on my own when I have like those kind of like real kind of like bad days or, you know, it's very easy to be defined by an event that's happened and to be like, you know what? I can't do that. I, it's I'm done, kind of thing. It might mm. kind of like check out. Whereas someone who kind of turns their pain into their purpose, I just think, do you know what? Fair play. I want to talk about the hypnotherapy side because obviously I feel like there's a lot of stigma around hypnotherapy. You know, like you kind of imagine like you sat in a room and there's a guy waving like a like a stopwatch or something in front of your eyes. Like, what does hypnotherapy actually look like? First of all, that is, that is, I don't know why that's just the instant go-to. Yeah. In fact, it's from like the films, films, yeah, and, yeah, films yeah. and things like that. It is a way to actually get somebody into a hypnotic trance, yeah. but all hip- hypnotherapy is or hypnosis is a, a state of focused attention. Yeah. So a way to focus your attention into something until you basically get hypnotized mm. uh, into that trance. So, you know, when daydreaming, Daydreaming yeah. is a hypnotic trance. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're fixated, you're not present, you're you're thinking of something else, but you're just, you're in that trance, are you? Yeah. Uh, so hypnotherapy is a state of focused attention, and, and what it actually looks like is just somebody who's just supremely relaxed, yeah. eyes closed, nice and relaxed. And the whole purpose is, is to access the subconscious mind, which is where our beliefs are, morals, memories, physical responses, habits all stored in, in that little vault in the mind of, of the subconscious. So where we act from is primarily from those beliefs that we've got yeah. within the subconscious. So sometimes we need to delve in there and we need to do that work. It's kind of one of those things, like I'm a big advocate of therapy in general, whether you think you need it or not. I feel like there's just having that little voice or that somewhat kind of a sounding board to be like, okay, have you thought about it differently? Have you thought about doing this? Mm-hmm. Have you seen a shift? Because obviously at the moment we're in like a bit of a TikTok generation, aren't we? Like if you haven't got someone's attention in like five, six seconds, you've got no chance. Is there a benefit then to hypnosis to kind of allow people to be to be focused? Because I feel like it's that we seem to have a kind of like a superior level of well, a lack of focus mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think... I'm, I'm massive on this tale, which is the the approach of just taking time out for for yourself. If you if you do that, whether it's meditation, whether yeah. it's hypnosis, it allows you just to slow everything down. In in the minutes, days, hours after meditation or hypnosis, everything is slow. Yeah. And like the thoughts are a lot slower. You can be a lot more present. You're not just you're not just like running yeah. like, like that hamster on a on a wheel. You're you're a lot more present and you are a lot more focused. Yeah. So I think just taking that time just to shut off from all of this external stimulus, which we've now got a mass. Uh, it's endless, isn't it? It, it? Is, it really is. Moment. If it's not an app on your phone, it's like the news or you know this this constant kind of. So to be fair, it's something that I do want to get into like, later on in terms of like mindset and stuff. But like we're in this kind of like weird generation of like we have to be busy we have to keep going at 100 miles an hour and then you're seeing people like the like the effects of burnout and like the actual real effects of like exhausting people used to say like oh i'm exhausted until you've in that state of pure exhaustion like it's not it's not funny it's not like a thing like a throwaway comment like and i think it's tools like hypnosis and especially therapy and even just simple things like having a conversation can really kind of put that blocker in that people need to be like, okay, 
I need to stop. I need mm-hmm. to have a bit of a review in terms of like, how I progress. Mm-hmm. What, what I've realised is, is that, and this is from experience with, with clients, is I think the access to sort of elite and, and successful uh, business people, mm-hmm. athletes, so you've got like David Goggins who's just like, don't be a bitch, just keep yeah. going. And of course, there's a lot of benefits to that, but also that whole mentality can can be a mask for how you're actually feeling. So, yeah. you know, you feel in certain ways, but you might you might mask it and dumb it down by saying, I'm a beast, I've, I've got this, don't be a bitch. And yeah. you're just pushing and suppressing those emotions down. Again, there's, there's uh, fours and against everything, but where I've heard some of my clients say this is elite athletes saying, if... If I'm injured or if I'm not, if I'm feeling shit and I'm 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 in the gym and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and it can lead to people feeling like they're not doing enough because if he's at that level or she's at that level because of this mentality of just yeah. keeping going and I'm not doing that, I'm not gonna get there. That's what people think. So I think having that access to to some of these things that people say, yeah, it can be beneficial, but it can also work against us. It's that whole idea of too much of anything is yeah. Is no good. So, yeah, it's always about weighing it up. But this is why it's so important to have a coach, a therapist, yeah. someone to speak to, to, to reflect and review on things. Uh, I said to you just before we, we went live with this is that I'm experiencing it right now. Yeah, I've got all of these arms, I've got all of these things going on. I need to speak about it. Yeah, It's, it's a good job I've got some really strong, supportive people around me who, who believe in my mission and my goal otherwise yeah. I, I would burn out i would have that exhaustion or i wouldn't even know because even being a coach you and, and in general you never really practice what you preach do you? yeah, you've always got the good advice yeah. for someone else i think it's the same with everything is you never ever take your own advice one one of the things to be fair like i want to obviously i know with that kind of world of like self-development and like coaching and like um, personal training and all that kind of like into that umbrella I imagine it's quite easy to compare, like, I'm a big, I say it on the show all the time, like, comparison is purely the thief of joy, like, you are not going to get any better by constantly comparing yourself. How do you navigate that? Do you, or do you fall victim of that, or is it is that a thing as to it, As in me personally? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't believe I actually compare myself to, to others. I might see things and maybe be envious, yeah. but I, I always... This is something that I do practice, what I do preach, which yeah. is using it as motivation, using it as inspiration. So if I'm if I'm seeing somebody really succeed in something, hence why I, like, I, w- I want to celebrate what you're doing, Taylor, because <laughs> like, it, it's, it's a really good frequency to be on. Yeah. Celebration, celebrating success. If I'm celebrating your success and I'm putting out that energy, I believe in it, it's, that, that's yeah. then going to come back to it's me. It's going to it forward, isn't it? It's, it's then kind yes. of, you get that... I don't know, you get that feeling back. Because I think it's the same. Like, I don't think you get any higher by tearing people down. So if you're clapping when people win, like, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Because it's just, that's how you elevate yourself. That's how you elevate others. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of respect for that. And, it, and it's, it's creating that, that winner's circle. If you, you're keeping the energy high and, and you're trying to motivate and inspire each other, yeah. then the, the only way is up. But in terms of comparing myself, I don't, I don't necessarily think I do just upon reflection now, but I think, yeah, there are times where I'm like, oh God, like, how's that person got that? How's that person got there? And I'm like, wait a minute, that person is completely separate to me. They're in a completely different field. They've got a different support network, access to this, access to that. Just keep focused on me, keep doing what I'm doing. But sometimes when you do look at the external, it can bring about doubts. On the internal it's a, it's a tough place to be it's just it's, fair, it's quite a toxic mindset to be in um but i'm a big believer in like time i mean obviously we were talking about it before we kind of hit the record button but it's all about the time and that kind of like what is meant to be will not pass you by and all that kind of conversation because it's like there might be times when you're thinking oh what that person has this why am i not there you might not be ready for it you might think you are That's true. but you might not actually be ready for what's mm-hmm. happening but then it's that kind of analogy of like that guy who's like digging and he's getting nowhere and he gives up whereas literally if he carried on for like a few more minutes that bit of gold would have been right there 
Three feet by goals. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you've got to yeah. keep going with that kind of thing. Um, one of the things obviously you obviously you said the the inspirational word, and then and kind of like paying it forward. Um, one of your posts recently like really struck a chord with me, and it was about drawing from past experiences, um, in regards to like your strength. I kind of want to hear it from your own words. Mm-hmm. If that's again, like, how, what what do you mean when you say that? It, we have a wealth of experience. No matter what it is, we've got a wealth of experience, and we are here today as a result of all of them experiences. And even if traumatic things have happened, and you've kept going, you've you've continued to pursue your path. You've, you've, you've got through that and you've, you've made a decision to move through it, which is obviously exercising resilience and strength and the, the tenacity for life and, and really connecting with a purpose. And if negative things have happened in the past, there's always good that you can take from that. Maybe not the time. It's hard to see yeah. the time because the, the feelings are going to take precedent. But upon reflection, and you, you can say, you, you said this just before before we got going, which is, looking back and you can't argue with the numbers you yeah. can't you can't argue with the facts that have happened you got through that well what does that make you what, like what does that tell you about yourself yeah so we've got the evidence so the fighters the athletes that I work with who are, who are primarily fighters to get them ready for a competition a fight I get them to look back at the progression yeah when they're in the run-of-the-mill day-to-day grind, they can lose the sight of that. But if you really look at what have you done there, what did you get out of that, rather than just going, that was a shit session, that was a good session, yeah. and then just leaving it at that, well, that was a shit session. Why was it? Why do you believe that was shit? Same thing if we're looking in the past. Oh, like that, that whole situation worked out shit. Yeah. Did it really, though? Did it, or did it give you the the data and the understanding to push forward or to to uh like reevaluate and re-navigate. So the, there's all of these things that we have in the past which we can take from. And, and it's a big thing that I say to to yeah. everyone is just take from a situation. Don't matter what it is, if it's a, a failure, a success, if you can put yourself in a position of a learner and take, you're elevated above that position and therefore you can move forward. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I think it is something you know, it's so easy to stay in that kind of negative headspace of like, oh, I can't believe this has happened to me. But you've learned from it. You're still here. You've got through it. And I think like, anyone who kind of has that kind of same value for me, like I'm champion all day, mm-hmm. kind of every day. One thing, obviously, you mentioned about like fighters and stuff like that. One of the things I do want to speak about is why that area for you? Obviously, I know like you work with the, with athletes. Obviously, when athlete could be like a footballer a swimmer and stuff like that why why a fighter the mind the mind of a fighter from a a psychological perspective i love it yeah yeah it's it's so interesting to know that to know you're about to go into a a preemptive fight preemptive combat that's going to play havoc with the mind and every single fighter will say it's 90 percent mental it's 10 percent physical because it is just the the doubt, the nerves, the 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 havoc, the chaos that's going on in in a fighter's mind is is there. It's real, and to navigate through that and to put yourself in a position of control is is something difficult to do, yeah. and and that's what I find really fascinating. And I've found that fighting and hypnotherapy and coaching actually really go hand in hand. The, there's a lot of things that can be used. To, to go out there and, and be successful so and also I love fighting I love yeah. I love boxing I love MMA so it's the, the two went hand in hand really no it's I think it's really interesting it's something that I haven't really explored more like before on the show um but I did have um Ian Gary on the show oh, class. a few yeah. years back and he was the first kind of like fighter and I thought I have no, I have no idea what this guy's gonna say like I don't I'm not gonna have anything in common with him but I tell you what, when it came to like mindset, like core values and that kind of, I guess, kind of fighting that like self-critic, I genuinely, even though I'm not a fighter, I've never related with someone so much before in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of, 
I wish we all had that level of confidence going into any situation. Life, yeah. yeah, that we're going through. Not just kind of like you know, like you're going into a fight, you're going to get hit. You're going to. But it's the same when it comes to like bad things are going to happen. It's inevitable. You know, regardless of who you are, but having that kind of, I guess, like a fighter's mindset to be like, well. You know, I haven't made it this far just by the skin of my teeth. Like, mm-hmm. I've put in the hard work. You know, I'm meant to be in this kind of position. Mm-hmm. Um, with that though, obviously we, we kind of said it before. Obviously we, we sat down, but you were mentioning before, like you've seen like some, some, especially some of the fighters, like the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows. Like, what advice do you have for navigating that? I mean, not necessarily just from like a fighting point of view. Because I imagine anyone, like, you know, everyone has, like, well, Ronan Keaton said it, didn't he? It's a life's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, some things like that, especially, like, through the pandemic and especially, like, with the world the way it is now. What advice would you have for navigating kind of the storm? I think it's having that indifference mindset, that, that stoicism where mm-hmm. you're not getting drawn into too much. You're not getting drawn into the negatives. You're not getting too drawn into the positives. We know that if you rest on your laurels, that leads to complacency, it leads to maybe a lack of motivation and clarity. So that's the, it's getting sucked into the positives, you get sucked into the negatives, you get stuck in a rut, you can't see your way out, you can't see your way forward. So it's really about creating that indifference. So if something makes you feel a certain way, acknowledging it, saying, all right, okay, that does make me feel like that. and. Do you know what? It's okay to sit within them feelings. If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling whatever it is, you're allowed to feel that. Sit within it. Feel and experience what it's like. Don't don't give it too much energy. Don't think, don't, don't question it too much. Just, this is how it's making me feel and this shall pass. And if you can understand how it makes you feel, see if you can start to rationalise it. See if you can start to see things from a different perspective but then same thing as with the with the positives like yes i've experienced that that feels great okay i know that there may be there's going to be a time where this high is going to come down i always experience it every time that i go to a, a, an event a fight uh, one of my clients fights i'm on a high 100 percent on that high the next day i feel i feel yeah. way lower than i even <laughs> have that anxiety that creeps in and I never, I never understood it at first. Now I understand it because yeah. if I'm having that much dopamine and adrenaline being released, it's got to be what goes up comes down. That's true. But it is about having that that indifference in the same way that I coach my my fighters to be indifferent in a fight. So whichever way that the fight goes, it's just to flow with it, not giving too much attention to having that success. You see it a lot in fighting, Taylor, where let's say somebody pieces a nice combination together. Yeah. They get a really good, they get they get some good success off of that. Then they sit and admire it because they get sucked into it. They go, wow, yeah, that was class. But you've just give the, the opponent two, three, four, five seconds of recovery time. Yeah. So that's getting drawn into to the success. Oh, okay. So then on the other side again, so if someone gets buzzed and they think, oh, I need, I need to get that punch back. How does that look from from the judge's perspective, what's that going to look like on TV? And now they're not present. They're, they're thinking about something yeah. that's just happened or not happened, so they're not present. And it's about just acknowledging those things in the moment. Yes, that was great. Okay, refocus, present. Yes, that was great. That's making me feel like this. So it's about having that indifference with the thoughts, the feelings, and the events. And it's incredible. Do you, do you fight yourself? Are you... I've, I've, I've boxed, yeah, yeah. but I've, I've come away from it, to be honest now. Like, life's, life's going the way, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I have boxed, and I double in it now and again, yeah. so uh, it's... But I, I recently did a, uh, like, a body transformation. I, I cut, in total, it was 20 kg. Wow. Uh, I think it was about 11, 12 weeks, something like that. But I wanted to, and I did it at the, the upper sort of echelon of extremism because I wanted right. to put myself in the in the space of my clients yeah. and I wanted to understand how it felt because I ain't going to go and compete. I might do down the line, but I'm not going to go and fight and compete like with where I'm at right now. Yeah. So what what else could I do? And to, to cut that amount of weight, to put myself in that space was... Yeah, we're great. We're great. How do you? Because obviously, I'm from a personal point of view. I really struggle with 
kind of not necessarily commitment, um, but more of that kind of do you know, like sticking to a plan, like, hey, this is what I need to do, and kind of having that, I guess, discipline is what I'm trying to say to kind of stay like focused. How do you stay disciplined and focused on the end goal? It, there's got to be that end goal, yeah. there's got to be something there rather than I'm doing this just to feel good. That That's good. And it will keep you going somewhat, but you will find that because of the sort of lack of clarity on exactly what that is, just feeling good or, you know, even looking good, it it allows the, it allows you to take the foot off the gas. And the reason why I was able to commit to that, that transformation term was because I had a photo shoot. So it was like, I have no No excuse. Yeah, Yeah. no, No excuse. I have to do this. I have to wake up early. I have to go and hit the gym yeah. and I have to keep sticking to my diet and not drinking and doing all of that. But now that I'm outside of that, now that I'm, I've not got a, 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 a date, an event or anything, it's yeah. like, I'll only go for half an hour. Oh, I'll, do you know what? I'll skip the gym. I'll just go for a nice walk. Yeah. It's too easy. It's too easy because when you lack that, that clarity on what it is or having that real sort of, I say this to a lot of my clients, there has to be almost like a jeopardy, like yeah. a, a consequence of not doing it because I had a photo shoot. If I turned up to that photo shoot not looking any different, I look like I've wasted everyone's time. Yeah. Mm. So the, the ha- I believe there has to be like a jeopardy on it and what that jeopardy looks like is obviously different to, to different people. Um, so like with, with yourself then, with what what is... What's your goals? What are... Do you know what? Quick, just to jump in there, yeah. this was like a light bulb moment when you just said that about like having like the goal and knowing what you wanted and stuff. I don't know why. I've just kind of had a bit of a revelation. The fact, the fact is I don't think I've ever really stuck to it because I don't know what I want. There it is. And I don't know. I feel like all like... I feel like I've just had like a... <laughs> Class. An epiphany. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. Because yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I just like I'm, I'm like working towards a six pack am I working towards like better health like I, I don't know so what is it that I'm going to put myself through this kind of training stuff because I don't know what the goal is going to be there it is why why, why should you go and do it if, you, if your brain yeah. doesn't know so we have something in the brain Taylor called it's a servo mechanism which operates below consciousness, which basically it's it's got a goal achieving setting so yeah. this this system it's Give it a target and it will do everything in its power to move you towards yeah. it. So a really good example of this is like um, like golfers, for example. Yeah. When they're taking a shot, a lot of elite golfers will do this. So they'll, they're about to take a shot. They'll think about it. And what they'll do is they'll see the shot being taken before they've done it. They'll see what okay. club they need to use. They see where the ball lands. They might even see the next shot. They see the, the spin, the trajectory then they feel like they're the type of person that can make that happen. And then all they do is hand it over to that, that servo mechanism. They, they trust in that they can do that. They've got the, the clear image and the clear vision. Yeah. So what they will do is they'll step over the ball, they'll take the shot, and if their grip's slightly off, that servo mechanism will adjust the grip as needed to ensure that that ball's hit in the way that they've yeah. seen. The vision is paramount for everything. You've got to understand what it is that you're working towards. And, and us just saying like, we all know that working out and looking and eating right is good for you. Yeah. That's where that stops. So yeah. like, we, how many things do we do that are not good for us? And we know what the right thing is. Yeah. You know, we, we might drink a little bit too much and we might say, oh, I'm drinking a bit too much at the minute. Sun's out. Should we go for a pint? Yeah. You know, it's too, it's too easy to do that. So the, you've got to have the clarity and, there's got to be some sort of jeopardy on it where it's like, yeah. if I don't, what what are the consequences of that? But even still, like I used to do have have this idea of I'm gonna get I'll get shredded for holiday. Mm-hmm. But then it'd come round and I'd be like, Well, I've got a girlfriend, I've got yeah, family, yeah, yeah. I don't need to impress anyone. Like again, like it's too easy to That's the thing boil. with that though, isn't it? It's just like we always seem to be doing it for someone else. Mm-hmm. It's always that kind of like mentality of like, oh well if I do this. I'll be looked at a certain way. If I do that, people will be impressed with me. But then it's, it comes down to that, like, 
but is that what I want? Is that like, it's it's a weird kind of place to be in. But I feel like it all comes down to like whether it's social media or whether it's just, you know, whether it's kind of like just transferred down mm. from like generations. It is that kind of, but I think that's the beauty, I guess, with, I guess with like hypnosis and kind of, and even therapy kind of, you're giving yourself that chance to ask those questions. Yes. Because it's something that we don't do, you know, when we're a kid, we're told off for asking too many questions. And it's like, as an adult, it's kind of still in us to like, be scared to ask. Whereas you're not going to get better. You're not going to learn unless you are answering or asking those questions. Mm. I think Mm. where a lot of my clients get their light bulb moments from just speaking their, yeah. their thoughts out loud and they go, oh, now that I've said that, it sounds a bit stupid, yeah. or now that I've said that, it's made me think of this. So sometimes all we need to do is just get the fucking thoughts out <laughs> of <that head, laughs> speak it, stand in the mirror and just say, this is what I'm yeah. thinking about. I get a lot of my clients to journal. Yes. Journal what you're thinking about. Up, journal. Yes, because why are you getting it out there? You're creating mm. that mental space. We have up to 70,000 thoughts in a day, which is insane. Yeah. Imagine all of them, up to 80% of them are repeated. You're having the mm. same thoughts as the previous day. It's hardwired into us. We're just, so if you've got a negative thought repeated or in there, that's getting repeated constantly. Yeah. Get it out, reflect on it, or understand how that actually sounds. Say it out loud and go, ooh, that sounds a bit stupid. Yeah. Like, and then you go, well, where's that come from? Why am I thinking that? Yeah. So I think a lot of the time is just, like you say, even just having a conversation with someone is vital to just to get that shit out of the mind, yeah. create that mental space, and it will give you that space to actually think of other things, to allow other thoughts in, and it creates that calmness and that contentment. That's fucking brilliant. Mm. I, I, honestly, I felt like I wanted to clap then. Um. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. With, obviously, you, you mentioned earlier on that, you know, you were kind of feeling it at the moment. Obviously, for, for someone like yourself, like, obviously, you give a lot of time away, not time away, but obviously, it's what you do, but, like, for other people to help their mindset, help them to be the best version of themselves. When you are kind of feeling and you are having those moments for yourself, how, how do you get through that? How do you push through? Just having a great support network around yeah. me, friends... Chris here behind the camera, he's <laughs> great guy. Yeah, great guy. We've grown up together. We've we've uh, went to school together. Of course, I've got my partner. I've got my my parents as well. Uh, I've got another really good friend, Luke. And but something that my my girlfriend Chris reminded me of the other day because I was like, oh, I need I need to jump back into hypnotherapy myself. Yeah. She was like, yeah, but what did you do before that? What have you always done? And I was like, meditate. Yeah, I need. I, I need to meditate. I'm. I'm very high energy at the best of times. My mind's always ticking. I'm always like, go, 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 go. That meditation, that giving myself that time and that space, that works wonders for yeah. me. And do you know what happened on on Friday was, uh, I, I just needed to take some time for me that day. I went yeah. and I went and had a massage. I, and I decided to do like an hour's meditation in the first thirty seconds to that meditation. The first thing that came to me is you're, you're lacking clarity. Because I've got all of these things going on at the minute, I've lost what I'm actually working towards. Yeah. So it's making me feel doubtful. It's making me feel nervous. First 30 seconds of that meditation, 
that's what came to me. And in I've had some of the most profoundest ideas, thoughts in those meditation times. It's how it's how I ended up getting into sports specifically yeah. through meditation. So meditation is how I get get through them times, giving myself that self reflection. But getting into hypnotherapy myself, having that, having therapy, having a coach, having people around me, having a business coach. Yeah. So I'm I'm well involved in in the space myself because. It's vital, but it takes it takes something to happen for you to realise it. Yeah. And it was just the fact that I was feeling stressed. I was I was ill for like two weeks, and it was I was like, "What is going on here? I can't shift this stress." Yeah. Subconscious stress. Why? Because I'm not taking the time for myself. So, if you can just use therapy or use this line of work as a preventative measure rather than a reactive measure you'll try and minimize them times where you do come up to to exploding them highly emotional states and and that's something that i'm learning now i'm reconnecting with it i'm like right i'm back on the meditation every single day affirmations visualization and and that's what does me wonders it's a powerful position to be in though isn't it i think people like this is why i love so much about this podcast and having these kind of conversations because I think people always think that these kind of events that are triggered have to be these catastrophic traumatic life-changing things like you just said that you were feeling stressed like it's noticing those kind of little things in like in our behaviors or like our mood that to be like something's not quite right here and challenging it it doesn't have to be like these big life-changing events to to have to make a change like, I don't think people realise just how powerful they are. Like, I mean, I know, obviously, we can't predict the future. We can't control, you know, a lot of what happens in life. But what we can control is obviously, like, those things. Of, on that day, that's exactly what you needed. You gave yourself what you needed. And there's that that word of, like, being selfish that I think we're all so scared of. Like, well, I can't do that because it's selfish. It's fucking good to be selfish. Sure. Yeah. You need to be selfish. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm not saying that from like a, well, no, like get rid of that person. Get, I'm not saying that at all. But there is something very powerful in that, that moment of giving yourself exactly what you need. It's not It's not selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, And it, it winds me up that we're still kind of afraid of putting ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Because, but you, you can't show up for other people if you're not showing up for yourself. Exactly. My dad said, uh, few weeks back now my son was in the room and he was like he's the most important person in here and I said that and he was like really taken aback by it because it's all about his grandchildren and I said I'm the most important here from from my perspective and he was like I don't agree with that and I was like well hear me out I have to look after myself in order to to be the best dad and then put him first if if I'm not looking after myself if I'm not training if I'm not feeling mentally good what sort of father am I so I I've got to look after myself first that doesn't mean that I put him put him second yeah. as such like of course I'm always going to go out my way for him but I have to maintain that self-care I have to go do you know what babe can you look after him yeah. I need to go and do this for me yeah. and you know I say this to, to her all the time as well like get out go and do your thing like leave leave him with me and it is about really connecting with with that self care yeah. and just making sure like if things like what you said there Taylor about if if your behaviours are slightly different, one of my triggers or one of my noticeable shifts in behaviour is patience. If yes. all of a sudden I start yeah. to become impatient, there it is. I know that there's something working behind the scenes that's not serving me. So what am I not doing? I'm getting aggy. Can't do that. I can't focus. Go and meditate. You haven't been doing that, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I haven't been doing that. <laughs> Do that. So obviously, there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are sorry. It's absolutely it sweltering. Sweating in like here. I can literally feel <coughs> like pools of sweat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I wore black. There's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who they kind of like they send messages in every now and again like oh you know if I hadn't done this or if I hadn't listened to this certain episode I wouldn't have got to that kind of point. 
what advice for someone who maybe who's listened to this, who have been where I've been or been where you've been and having that kind of real kind of giving themselves a hard time to be like, okay, what do I need to do? How, like, I guess finding clarity, what advice would you give for someone to kind of find clarity? I think it is just about taking that time just to, to take a step back, take a step back from your daily grind, replenish your energy. Mm -hmm. You can get lost in the daily grind. It's very easy to do that. The brain will make things habitual by that very quickly. As soon as you do something a few times, the brain starts to connect to those neural pathways, starts to strengthen them to a point where it goes, all right, okay, I don't need to necessarily even think about that now. So you can get drawn into the monotony of the day-to-day. -day. So yeah. sometimes taking that time out, this is why we feel so good when we go away on holiday and it gives you that time and space to reflect on actually what you need to be focusing on yeah. so if you can get away on holiday if you're feeling that lack of that lack of purpose or intent right now if you can go on holiday do that if not take that time out do something different take a step back take a break it's it's about creating that mental space and, and giving yourself that distance to be able to go actually i've been doing that and that's not working that's not serving me Take that step back, meditate, go on a holiday, whatever you can do just to break the monotony of what you're doing, 100% will give you that clarity. I bloody love that. Now, obviously, on the, on the podcast, we talk about music a lot. So obviously, it's it's my biggest coping mechanism. When, mm -hmm. you know, I need a break or I need that mental space for myself, it's music that will kind of pull me out of those moods or give me that bit of an escape. With you being kind of like an, an athlete and kind of like you, you know, you're training with these kind of people, what would be your walkout song? Oof, walkout song. Right now, right now, Peace and Love by Wiz Khalifa. It's like, <laughs> okay. it's like, an, it's like an anthem uh, right now. It's, uh, and I think that'd be quite fitting for, it'd be quite ironic to walk out to a fight yeah. with Peace and Love. It's, uh, have you heard <laughs> it? anything but piece of love? Yeah, no, I, know, I always exactly. have a I have a playlist of songs that rec get recommended to me by my guests. We're listening so to it after this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it on. Hype song. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> we'll, we'll get it on after it's. It's like an anthem. It feels. It just feels great. It's what awesome. you need. Yeah, for sure. So I think that'll be on on the flip side of that. Then is there songs that kind of put you in the fields or make you feel like I don't know? You might shed a tear if you're having a bad day. And you need the emotion to come out. Ooh. Celine Dion, of all wow, things, okay. just because it's n nostalgic, it just yeah. takes me right back to my childhood. My my mum used to just belt it out around the house. So, uh, Celine Dion playlist of just all her all her hits gets me in my feels. Like if I've got my son in my arms and we're dancing, like you best believe I'm crying. You best believe yeah. I'm crying. Yeah, <laughs> I've a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I love it. Um, what song gets you on the dance floor? Anything, anything with a beat, anything with a. I don't, I don't need much to. As soon as that beat comes on, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, yeah, it's just something with a. Yeah, just something with a beat, man. That's it. Yeah, anything, anything at all. I'm. I've got quite a diverse, um, like interest in music. So I used to, I used to produce music myself. What? Okay. Uh, I used to rap of all things, um, but you've come away from that. But you. Yeah. you in a position to spit some bars. No, no. You could be like the first fire in the... No, I can't do that. It's not my demand, no. It's no. not my de No, no. I'll pass it I thought, you, pass were like, I thought you were having like a drink there to get like... Wow. You put me on the spot <laughs> there, man. No, no. I mean, maybe after, maybe after, maybe after. Well, I'm quite the rapper myself. Are you actually? I made a song with Sean Paul. Oh, so, did you actually, yeah? No. No one will ever hear it. <laughs> it was about 30 oh. seconds long. And the... Have you got it? Yes. <laughs> no, we'll never see it. it. They're going to play at my funeral. <laughs> no, we, need, we need to listen to it. You need to show up. Ah, That's class. Um, but to be fair, though, it's one of those things. It's where, like, it's one of the things the podcast has taught me. And I guess it kind of, you can loosely relate it. And to you said it earlier about being present in that moment. Like, if you take those three, four seconds out, especially if you're a fighter, like, you're going to be whacked if you're not, like, focusing on what in front of you mm -hmm. um, and to me it's not the same I didn't get whacked by Sean Paul but like I was in a I was in a moment where like I was like so present I was like he was talking about music and the impact it's had on his life and you know his mental health and stuff and I was like let's make a song let's make, and it was literally I had like wow. three minutes or something just to be like 
and I went for it. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. And it's kind of like until you kind of push yourself out of that kind of comfort zone and, you know, what's the worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... That's a beauty, man. That's beauty. I want, I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you, you, you can't regret anything. Like, you know, this whole kind of... I mean, I keep referring back to the pandemic. It's only because it's kind of like fresh in my mind at the minute that it's kind of, you know, it took a lot of time off us. I mean, in a weird way, like I'm grateful for it, but it also taught me the value of time. And like, if I don't kind of push myself in those kind of moments, I don't want to be sitting around and like giving myself a hard time for like, should have done that. I wish I did that. Mm -hmm. Like at least if I do it and it fails, at least I've learned not to do it again. It's all learning. It's all learning. That's... What is the end goal? What is actually the end I don't goal? Know. Exactly. I don't know. So then all, all we need to do is become our most knowledgeable selves. But you know what? You, you be kind of said, we said it about the whole clarity thing, especially from like a fitness point of view. I've never had an end goal. So it's that kind of, I guess, lack of clarity that I've always had. And it's kind of, especially from a podcast point of view, like I get all like jumbly and all a bit like, oh yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know how I've got to this point and all that kind of crap. And I know that I'm saying it because I feel like it's like quite cute or it's like, oh, that's what people expect me to be like. Because actually a lot of hard work goes into this. Like I'm sat here now, I'm in an incredible conversation, swear to my absolute <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like stuff like this that I'm so grateful that I get the chance to do. Like it has really genuinely man. changed my life for the better. And it's, it's I'm so lucky. I've just said the grateful word. Where do you sit with like gratitude? Do you give yourself those moments, like especially when you're meditating or journaling, to be like, that was a good day? I think I need to be reminded. Yeah. I think that's because I'm I'm always push and, yeah. and go and strive. People around me go, but look at what you've done, look at what happened there, look yeah. at where you've where you've come from. And it's like, do you know what? Yeah. You're right, and just on the back of what you said there about gratitude, it's it's vital. Look at everything that you just said there; were amazing to to be grateful for for this. And I would argue and say that you're not lucky though, because. But that's what I mean. I, I am for like you. Yeah, you've worked for it, man. I've worked my ass. Don't, don't, don't diminish that. Don't diminish it yeah. by this idea of luck. Luck is. Look is something completely out of your control that comes along, but like, how often does that happen? Yeah. Even with like the lottery, which is like the luckiest yeah. thing to to win on the planet, let's say, you've still got to put the energy in by going and putting it on and spending your money to. So there's there's been an energy shift into it to create that. So yeah, okay, that is the the sort of the highest yeah. level of luck, but you've still had to go and do it. No one's got a little bit, little bit of work. A yeah. little bit of work yeah. into to do it. You've you've made an energy shift to try and make something happen. If it does, yeah, okay, it's lucky, but someone if you woke up and one morning and you had a million pounds in your bank and it says from the lottery, you ju- and you didn't put the lottery on, you'd be yeah. like, well that's lucky. And then you'd be like, well, that would be completely luck. But yeah. I always say this to to everyone, like we are not if you're experiencing things, why is it that the most successful people just happen to get lucky? That yeah. it's just as a as a result of putting in the energy, putting in the work, something will show up at some point. It, and the thing why we call it luck is because it might not be how we initially expected. And that's where it comes in. And it's like, oh, well, I'm lucky that that came along. But you didn't. It was just the universe going, this is your path now. Exactly what's happened with you in, in New York. That wasn't that wasn't it, was yeah. it? That, that wasn't the path that you was meant to be on. This is it. And just watch what transpires here, man. This is the, this is the start of very the journey, man. To be, and this is the same goes to you. Like, I'm very excited. You know, you've just launched your app. Tell me about it. Yes, yeah, so this I'm super excited about this. This is it's been it's been over a year in the making. A lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of money, a lot of, of time has gone into it. A lot of sacrifice as well, and I've created it to create an ease of access into this work. There's nothing else on the market like like it specifically to do with with sports hypnotherapy and and the mindset to do with sports. And I wanted to bring that. I wanted to really bring that that niche out there and. I know that people can financially afford to work with me one-to-one. There's some people that can't do that. And I've gone, right, okay, well, that's creating a real barrier to this work. How can I break that barrier down? Create an app. Create an app that's going to really create that ease of access. It's 
easily usable. It's it, it works. It's only been out a week, and the feedback that I've got off, off of it already yes. is that it's better than Calm. It's better than Headspace. I'll take that. There you go. That's what you is, needed. Exactly. This is this is the first iteration of it. So there's there's big plans for for next steps, more content. I've got over over a hundred hypnotherapy recordings to release. There's wow. thirty five on there at the minute. So I'm going to like progressively release them and, and get that content out. I'm, I, I love it and I feel like it's really going to, once people get on it, once people start to to use it for what it's, for, for what it's intended to, yeah. to be used for, everyone's going to start to see that, that change. And it doesn't have to necessarily be athletes who are using it. I've got a few people on there already who uh, are not athletes who are in maybe high position jobs, managing directors, uh, other there's other athletes in there as well, separate to, to fighting, tennis players, swimmers. It's all about that that performance. Life is a performance. It is. Yeah. If you can step into a place, feel confident, feel like you've got control over your thoughts, over your feelings, you're in the best position to attack the, the, the situation that you're in. So, yeah, super excited about the app. All it is now is just pushing it, getting it out there and, and showing people that, Hypnotherapy isn't just a, a, a watch swinging it's just exercise. The it's not just for cartoons. It's not just for for stage and you know walking around the stage clucking like a chicken. It's for take that time, invest in your mind, understand what's going on in there, and fill it with some good shit, man. <laughs> for a change. For a change. For a change. Exactly. Where can people find the app? I assume it's obviously app stores and stuff. Like app stores. Yeah. If you just type in therapy with Rob. It's a Google Play Store, the the App Store, um, straight away, free to download, get signed up. There's free content on there. You can start using it straight away, get involved. Love you to, to subscribe and, and access all of the other content, get involved in it. But yeah, super excited. Man. We'll link it all back. We'll yes. link it all back. I had to hear that question. It's like, where can people find you? And then people start reading off all it's like, We'll link everything. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. are lazy. People yeah. just want to click on the button. We'll, we'll obviously add it in. Time for Sing It, Sack It, Is It A Hit Or Are They Talking Shit? This part of the show is called Sing It or Sack It. So we kind of break down the lyrics of a very well-known song and it's a part of like whether you would sing it. Like, yeah, I agree with this or Joe, you know what? Don't quite agree it. I'm sacking it off. So the song I've kind of gone for today and it's to be fair, it's probably the one that if I was a fighter, I probably would have as my walkout song. Mm -hmm. But there's a few little bits in there that I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe not. But it's Live Your Life um, um, by T.I. and Rihanna. And the lyrics go, got everybody watching what I do, come walk in my shoes, see the way I'm living if you really want to. Got my mind on my money and I'm not going away. Keep on getting your paper and keep on shining. Live your life. Now, there's parts of this that I'm like, yes, it's about her. I'm singing on it. You know, you can't judge me. I'm walking in my own shoes. But then there's that part of like the money bit that comes in that I'm like, does money equal success? I think surface level, it seems like that. Yeah. But what what is true success? And if you're hunting, if you're hunting money, as like uh, and using that word, you're hunting money. Yeah, it's going to be evasive. It's going to go away. I don't think it's it's the right. It's not. It's not the right decision. But however, what I, I do believe is that money creates freedom. It creates opportunity, and depending on what your motives are with money and with that freedom and opportunity, I think you know. You can almost be money motivated, but I don't feel like it's, I think people do it for the wrong reasons, materialistic, showcasing, um, but it's, it's a funny one, me and Chris were speaking about this on the way down, it's got to be, it's got to be seeded with with value, what are you doing, what, what good are you doing for the world, yeah. That's, if you hear all of the most successful people in the world, they always talk about giving back, having a higher purpose, that's what it's about. We are designed to do that, and this is where that idea of just uplifting the people around you comes from. In terms of that, oh, I don't know, do I, do I sack some of that off? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. What do you, I what love do you this. think? I'm, I'm going to sing it, purely because I think, you know what, as long as 
I think if someone has that clarity and that's what they want, they want to go for the money, then that's that's on them, I guess. It's kind of one of the biggest things I've learned from this episode, to be fair, is sometimes having that clarity can really take you to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, especially the watching what I do and coming like walking my shoes bit, I think, do you know what? Yeah, there's, there's an element of like, we're in this kind of very judgment, judgmental kind of generation where, you know, whether it's comparison, where it's like, oh, I wish I had that or look at that person doing that. And it's like, well, actually, there's a lot of hard work going on behind the scenes with these kind of things. It isn't, it isn't luck. There's a lot of hard work that goes into every walk of life, whether mm-hmm. it's just someone getting up if they're having a bad day and all they do is make their bed. Joe, if that's all you did that day, fair play. So I'll be here, yeah. Um, so I'm singing it. And if I ever become a fighter, that's going to be... That's my walkout song. And I'll be a mindset so, coach. There we go. Yeah. You have been an absolute power to I guess. I Thank you, that. obviously, for being my first. Literally, you broke you broke the seal, hey. the waffle seal, yeah. and I couldn't ask for a better guest. So, thank you so much for joining me. Great conversation, man. Thanks for having me on. I'll be uh, be looking forward to the future, seeing how things transpire. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast with me Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.